Well, hello, I'm Debbie Kitterman. And I'm Brandy Kitterman. And we are here to equip you and challenge you to dare to hear the voice of God. And today we're talking about how weird the prophetic is. No. No, no, no. That's not no? what we're talking about. No. Okay, fine. How about how normal the prophetic is? How the prophetic is not weird at all. It should be right. natural. It should very be natural. Normal. It should be very normal, a, a part of our everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. We should... <laughs> I feel like sometimes we we go through our lives and we don't think about how God is there every, every minute of the day, but he really is. And right. I think... You know, going through, I think the prophetic is more than just, you know, getting a word for someone mm-hmm. or, um, you know, sitting down and, and he, seeing the scripture come to life before your eyes, right? It's little things throughout the day. It's just yeah. God nudging you, God talking to you. Maybe God says like, hey, pay for that woman's groceries at the grocery store or, hey, you know, just say something really nice to the person checking you out or something yeah. like that. That's good. You know, it should be it should be very normal, very natural. It should be an everyday occurrence, not something that's like, ooh, I'm gonna go sit in my room and hang out with God and he's gonna give me a vision of this big thing. You know, like it's not which does happen. It does get me wrong. Right. But, but I think not, it doesn't have to be weird. No, it doesn't have to be weird. In fact, it should be normal. It yeah. should be as normal as us living in our everyday. In fact, we should expect it to happen all the time. Yeah. And I think the thing is, is that we need to understand is that we we might have a wrong idea or concept of what mm. the prophetic is. And, you know, when I wrote my book, The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement, it was called that way because sometimes people hear that word encouragement um, and they go, yeah, I can do that. But then they hear that word prophetic and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. That's weird. That's not, that's not God. That's not that's weird today. Like the prophets of the Old Testament. And when they got it wrong, we stoned them. I don't want to get stoned. I don't want to get stoned either. <laughs> and so, and so I think that we need to understand and, and let's be real. Like the prophetic people in the Old Testament were kind of weird. The Fruit Loops, as I like to call them. Yes, but but they were they were weird on purpose because their life was a testimony of what God was doing. Yeah. Like they were living it out, you mm-hmm. know? And so there were times when they had to do radical things in order to get God's people's attention. Right. But we talked about last week, permission granted, right? That Jesus coming in his death and his resurrection changed everything yeah. for us. And, and what it did was it took the prophetic from only God speaking to one specific individual to then deliver that to the masses to God wanting to speak to us all on a daily basis not just for us but for other people too right and so we have to understand really what this word prophetic means because let's be real prophetic and prophets they're a buzzword right and and if you move in the circles where you've heard of prophetic words or prophets, then you'll see a lot of people get a little fruity and a little nutty about it. I mean, it's the truth, but it's not supposed to be that way. In fact, God wants to speak to all of us. And there are some that, yes, have uh, different levels of anointing, right? But, and I talk about this in my book, I talk about how we're all called to be prophetic. Yes, 
Isn't We're there a scripture about that? There is a scripture about that. Pretty sure there's a scripture Pretty about sure that. Pretty sure there's a scripture about that. Um, <laughs> in 1 Corinthians 14. In 1 Corinthians 14, Paul says, I want you all to eagerly desire all of the spiritual gifts, but especially the gift of prophecy. Yep. Okay. So... He wants us to desire all of the spiritual gifts that the Holy Spirit brings to us, but especially the gift of prophecy, which is the one gift that people are afraid of. Yeah. That they seem to to be like, it's almost like sometimes it's a taboo word, like don't say right. that. Or that there's this mysticism around the word prophetic. And while it is because of what's happened in the history or in the past, it's not supposed to be. Right. Because then Paul goes on to say, I want you all to eagerly desire all of the spiritual gifts, but especially the gift of prophecy, because it encourages and it comforts and exhorts yeah. the body of Christ. And so we can look at scripture and we can go, okay, so that's what it's for. Encouragement, edification, and exhortation, right? Yep. And we need that every day. In fact, in 1 Thessalonians 5.11, it says to encourage one another every day as long as it's called today, right? Right. And Hebrews 3.13 is along the same lines that just says encourage each other every day. We're supposed to build each other up and encourage each other. And I don't know about you, Brandy, but I need encouragement on a daily basis. Ooh, yeah. I mean, like, I may get up in the morning and my feet may hit that floor and I may be like, yes, I'm going to take on the world. And then five minutes later, I'm not taking <laughs> on the world. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I, I totally know what you're talking about. I think even... So there's the five love languages, right? Yeah. And I think this is more important. Like, it's important for everybody, okay? The uh, words of affirmation. Yeah. This is, like, extremely important for that encouragement piece. But, like, everybody has that. Everybody needs that encouragement. It's like everybody needs relationship. Everybody needs yeah. encouragement, you know? That whole, I could be taken on the world... One second, and then the next second is just gone because maybe I did something and nobody noticed, or you know, I thought it was really cool, and everybody's like, Great, like, I don't know what you want me to say, yeah, you know, but or you think you're rocking the outfit yeah. and then you spill coffee down yourself, yeah. and then you're like, So not rocking the outfit today, and so not having a great day, you know, just little things like that. Right. That I think, I think that we need to go back to what our definition is yeah. of what the prophetic really is about. And if we take the Old Testament concept, then yeah, then people can get an idea that the prophetic's kind of weird. Yeah. And there are some people that have misused and abused the prophetic. I talk a lot about that in my book because that was one of the things that I came from a conservative background that I didn't really have exposure to the prophetic. Right. right. And so then in my early 20s, then I'm getting exposure to the prophetic. And let me tell you, there's some fruit loops. Sorry, there's some fruits and there's some nuts. And there's some fruit loops. And and I wasn't really sure about it. But yet there was something in me that would read the pages of scripture and the very verses like First Corinthians 14 that says, I want you to eagerly desire this gift. Yeah. But then I'm trying to look at it. and I'm like, I don't want it if it looks like that. <laughs> that looks weird. It and and sometimes it does. Yeah. And so we need to understand that there's a difference between the spiritual gift 
right? And then there's a difference between those that have been called to the office of prophet, which we'll talk about in later podcasts, I'm right. sure, because I, I'm pretty sure that we got a request to talk about that. Um, so in yeah. one of the one of the upcoming episodes when we actually take your topics, that'll be one that we talk about, right? What's the difference between um, operating in the prophetic and, and moving um, in the office of prophet? But the prophetic is not supposed to be weird. It's supposed to be like us encouraging one another. It's really us supposed to be just like we hear from God and we've been given permission granted to hear yeah. from God. The whole point of the spiritual gift of prophecy or the prophetic gift of encouragement is to hear the very words of God so that we can encourage and strengthen and edify one another. Yeah. We need to build each other up. Yeah. We need to impart and put courage into people. We need to encourage, put courage in. I need courage on a daily basis. Yeah. And I need people to, to um, you know, hear from God, to encourage me. Like, I have people that will send me messages or emails and say, hey, you were on my heart today. I just want to send you just a little word of encouragement and let you know I was praying for you. That's actually what this prophetic gift that we're talking about, the spiritual gift of prophecy, yeah. the Gift of prophetic encouragement is really about encouraging each other. Yeah. It's about edifying and exhorting. Do you have any examples of a time when somebody might have done something to you so people can know that it's not really weird? It's not weird. It's really not weird. So, I mean, I know, like, you, everybody's gone throughout their day, right? Say you go to the grocery store and you're thinking, like, mm, I look really good today. And then nobody says anything, and you're like, okay, cool. And then sometimes you can be like, eh, I'm just going out. I threw some clothes on, whatever's in the back of my closet because it's laundry day. And somebody comes yeah. up to you and says, oh, my God, I love your outfit. You look so cute today. And everything just kind of, like, turns around. And I think it should be that natural for us to be able to go up to somebody and yeah. say, like, this is, this is just natural encouragement, right? But can you imagine if we asked God... Hey, I want to encourage that person. What do you have, like, what, what do you want to say to them? Yeah. Um, because then then it becomes so much more meaningful because it's kind of like maybe they're having a really bad day and, you know, something happened and you speak right to that because God led you to that, right? God told you, yeah. why, don't you why don't you go tell them this about this specific thing? That's good. And it doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to be like... Oh my gosh, thus saith the Lord, I know that you have seven kids and, you know, it's not, it's not like that. And I think a lot of people also think the prophetic is kind of reading your mail, right? seeing your junk. Yeah. It's not, it's not what it is. Like that's not what it's meant to be, you know? Yeah. And if the Lord reveals something like that, it's always going to be in a way that will encourage you to move forward yeah. or to get healing or, you know, it's, he doesn't. God doesn't just show things to people to make fun of you. Right. Like that's not his heart. That's not who he is. Well, and and when we when we think about the spiritual gifts of prophecy yeah. or prophetic encouragement, um, it really is to it needs to stay in that vein of to encourage, encourage, to exhort, and to comfort people. Right. And then we have those that have been given it as a spiritual gift. 
right? Yeah. That that's the gift that the Holy Spirit brings to them. And and those people can operate in words of knowledge and words of wisdom and they words of words of knowledge are you have seven kids. Right. That does right? happen. And that does happen. And then then there are those that are the office of prophet that um they get futuristic type things. They can call forth God's plans or they can foretell God's plans. Mm-hmm. But not everybody is a prophet. Right. And that's where things get a little weird because sometimes people are stepping into areas that they aren't called to and or we, ready for or ready for. And yeah. so we need to understand that we need to stay in the vein that the spiritual gift of prophecy is for everyone, which is encouragement. But I love what you said. I love what you said is that, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know when your waiter is having a really bad day. Right. Cause yep. they're, they have to do their job but they're not doing it with a smile on their face yep. or they're not doing it with joy in their heart. And you can just tell they're just going through the motions. And so we can, in the natural, encourage somebody. Yep. But when we get this idea that God is calling us to operate in the spiritual gift of prophecy or prophetic encouragement, we can say, God, how can I bless this server today that yeah. is waiting on me? God, what is going on in their life or what word? can I say that will be a healing to their heart, right? When we hear God, when we step out to operate in prophetic encouragement, we get to breathe life and hope into the dry places of people's life. And that is not weird. It's a necessity. It's a necessity. You know, there is a statistic that says that it takes 35 negatives, 35 Positives. Positives. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> I almost blew that one. Sorry about that. That it takes 35 positives to offset one negative in the heart of a child. Now, That's you think insane. about that. 35 positives to offset one negative. And I think about, like, those of us that go to work or we're out, like, how often do we mess up? Or how often does our boss tell us that we didn't do a great job or we need to do better? And so how many times do we need things to come positively in our direction to change our mindset and our thinking in that. That's why Jesus said that man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Right. Right. And so what are those? We are called to be encouragers. We're called to be encouragers. We're called to be prophetic. We're called to be vessels of his hope and his light and his life to a world that is in need. You know, one of the things that I always say to people is that we can change the world one encouraging word at a time. That's right. And we can only do that if we're hearing from God. Yeah. We can only do that if we make ourselves available. Because the prophetic isn't just about foretelling the future or calling forth. What That's what a prophet would do, right? It is to edify, to encourage, to exhort. And that's the main purpose of this spiritual gift. But it's also to bring God's people into obedience. Right. Right? It's to do that. It's also to show that God is really real. Like, think about the times when we would go on treasure hunts. When you were a kid. When you were a kid. (laughs) And we would go on treasure hunts and we'd ask God in advance, like, who are we going for? Give us some clues. And what do they need prayer for? And we would go to these people. And some of them were believers and some of them were not, right? Right. But when we would go to them and they would say to us, well, I don't believe in God. But yet they would let us pray for them and they would let us speak over them and show them the things that we had. They went away encouraged. They went away blessed. But it wasn't our words. 
No, yeah. It was because we made ourselves available. Yeah. Right? To hear from because God. Because we were open. We were listening. We were listening. Also, for some background, a, a treasure hunt is not what you think it is. Right. <laughs> it is um, where you pray and you get words from the Lord and you get clues. Um, so maybe, you know, your clue is this place, this aisle, um, this, like, item that might be in a store, and then maybe some like clothing, like a red shirt, or you had like a puffy jacket once, yeah. um, something like that. And then you're the treasure. So we're going on a treasure hunt, but the treasure is actually the person that you find and yeah. they're God's treasure. Yeah. Um, and he has something that he wants to share with them. And so then we have to step out in faith yeah. and go and encourage them. And I think this is so perfect if you're like, I just don't know, like I, I don't go to a coffee shop regularly or I don't get out much. You know, you can you can do this um, when you're on the way to the grocery store. Say, hey, God, you know what? I'm going to the grocery store. Is there anyone you want me to keep an eye out for? Anyone you want me to, to yeah. look for or pray for or anything like that? And, um, and then having the, the courage to go up and approach them and say, hey, yeah. uh, I'm on a treasure hunt and I don't want anything from you. But I think you're God's treasure and he has something he wants to say to you. And I feel like this is what it is. Um, and so I, I've... I think we've had maybe one or two people just kind of say no and turn around. Yeah. But, like, we've gone on treasure hunts a lot. Yeah. And so the majority of people are open to hear what you have to say because... They're hungry. Because they're hungry and they don't... You don't want anything from them and you make that clear from the beginning. And then it's just this becomes about you getting encouragement from the Lord. Um, And because, you know, we were open. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we get to see the Lord move in somebody else's life. Now, we probably scared some people. Probably. Because I'm sorry. Because it's a little it's a little advanced. That's a little advanced. It is. You know, treasure hunting might be a little advanced for some of you. So don't panic because, like <laughs> we said, the prophetic is not weird. But it, it can be as simple as you're reading you're reading scripture or yeah. and God shows something to you and you write it down on a three by five card and then you ask God, I'm going to the grocery store today, who needs this verse? Yeah. Right. Um, who needs this verse? And then you can take it the step further too, of saying, God, what do you want to say? Is there yeah. something specific that you want to say to this person? Um, I remember I was sitting in the airport, actually working on my book, and my waiter's name was Seth, and he he seemed to be the most outgoing, joyful, bubbliest person ever. And I'm typing away, and he caught my out of the corner of my eye. I caught his. Um, movements and the Lord said his heart is heavy and in the natural I looked at him and I thought no <laughs> like I must have misheard God like uh uh-uh. his heart does not look heavy like he's laughing and he's joking and he's carrying on so I'm like okay God what's his heart heavy about then <laughs> right I love the tone you get <laughs> I'm thinking I think you're wrong maybe I heard <laughs> wrong and and so the Lord just said his heart is heavy about his daughter and I was like, I don't even know. I mean, in my head, I'm arguing with myself. I don't even know if he has a daughter. I don't even know. I mean, is he wearing a ring? Like, right. So I'm like paying more attention to him so that when he comes back around, I can ask for a drink of water, like fill my water up, right? So that I can see if he has a wedding ring on. Because I thought, well, okay, <laughs> then if he's married, then maybe he could have a kid. Yeah, no wedding ring. So I had to step out in faith and I had to say, hey, Seth, um, do you have a daughter? Because I felt like the Lord whispered to my heart that your heart is heavy for her. And he looked at me 
And he went, how'd you know that? With this crazy look like, woman, you're crazy. How did you know that? And I just said, I just know that God is real and he speaks today and I know how to hear him. And he's like, yeah, I have a daughter. And I then was able to deliver this message about why his heart was heavy and how God was going to encourage him in that. And, and it had to have something to do with finances. And, and, I, and I shared that with him. And he went away feeling like his burden had lifted. Like he was so encouraged that God, out of everybody there, that God chose him in that moment to speak a word of encouragement, to encourage his heart that that he knew him and he knew his daughter and that it wasn't weird. Yeah. And God is so good like that. And that's really what we're talking about. It's not supposed to be weird. It's supposed to come out of an overflow of a natural conversation with God. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jesus modeled it. Jesus didn't go, okay, okay, I just heard from the Father. (laughs) Right? He didn't go, okay, woman, here's all your sins. Here's all your stuff. I just heard from the Father, and so here's what we're going to do about it. Right. So he didn't. He he went about living his life, and everywhere he went, he had prophetic encounters with people in conversations about where he was going. And that's how we need mm-hmm. to see this because the prophetic isn't weird. It's supposed to be a right. part of us. It's supposed to be who we are and why we exist is that we give the hope and the love and the salvation truth of Jesus. And how do we do that? We do that with our very words. We do that with encouragement. We do that by speaking to people. Yeah. And it can honestly be just as simple as, you know, if you're really busy, you're stuck at work all day and, you know, you go to the coffee shop in the morning or you go to the grocery store after after you're off work heading yeah. home and you're exhausted and, um, you know, you see the cashier and you just have a conversation and you say something yeah. nice to them. Yeah. You know, and and then while you're standing in line, just say, hey, God, you know, is there something that you want to say to them? Yeah, that's good. And I think just opening yourself up just a little bit at a time. Yeah. That's that's where it starts. That's where it starts. That is exactly where it starts. And it's not supposed to be weird. It's not supposed to be weird. In fact, that it just upsets me when people (laughs) think it's weird. It upsets me because because like my book says the gift of prophetic encouragement. And if it just said the gift of encouragement, people would pick it up and read it. But that word prophetic has so many um, things attached to Mm -hmm. it for people that if I could just convey that it is not weird, it's supposed to be a normal extension of who we are, and that Jesus did it every day that he was our model for it, then I think that we would all want it. In fact, it's the gift that people want the most, but exclusively to own. Right. But it's the gift that's for all. Yes. I mean, Paul could have said, I want you to eagerly desire all of the spiritual gifts, but especially the gift of healing. Right. But he didn't say that. No. He said, I want you to eagerly desire all of the gifts, but especially the gift of prophecy. It's not supposed to be weird. And so we need to understand that and we need to come to recognize that. So hopefully that has helped you today. Hopefully you'll walk away this week seeing the prophetic in a different light. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to the Dare to Hear podcast where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. I'm Brandy Kitterman. And I'm Debbie Kitterman. If you were encouraged in any way by what you heard on our podcast or our YouTube channel today, we would love for you to subscribe. And also if you could leave us a comment and then share it with your friends. 
Also, if you guys have a topic or a question, anything related to God or the prophetic or anything, yeah. just shoot us an email. Uh, we've got an email at info at dare, the number two, here.com, and we would love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Also, and, share us your testimonies if you have any. Oh, uh, yeah, that would be awesome. Their testimonies yeah. of stepping out or mm-hmm. or even some of the homework assignments that we've given you as yeah. as you step out into doing those. And, and then if you're liking what you've heard on our podcast so far, then I just want to invite you to look at my book, The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement, Hearing the Words of God for Others, because in it I have activation exercises, activation prayers, going deeper sections mm-hmm. that will really take what we're talking about here on the podcast to a whole nother level for you, but it's not in a weird way. In fact, one of the things that people have said about my book is that it is the most down to earth and very approachable look at prophecy that they've ever read. Yeah. And so that I'm not weird. I'm not weird. If you're watching the YouTube (laughs) channel, you'll know I'm not weird. If you're hearing my voice, then go look at our YouTube channel. I promise you I'm not weird. (laughs) It's supposed to be normal. It's supposed to be part. Like people yeah. will say, oh, you're prophetic. And I say, I'm the most normal prophetic person that you will ever meet. And people people look at me and they go, you know, that's an oxymoron. That's yeah. And I said, yes, I know, but it is so true about me. Yeah. Because I'm not the typical person that operates in prophecy because I really believe that God has called me to be an example of what it means to live a lifestyle of encouragement because he's called us to be the gift that the world needs today. Yeah. So with that, we thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you.